Hey, how you doing? What's up? What's up? This is Lou Ford here, and it's time for Coffee in a Car Ride. I'm in my ride, I got my Java in hand, and I'm ready to cruise. So pour yourself a cup, jump in the passenger seat, and come for a ride. It's Coffee in a Car Ride. Hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? This is Lou Ford here, back for another episode of Coffee in a Car Ride my podcast where I drive around with a cup of coffee and rant about shit that pisses me off. You know, current events and all that. And for this episode, I thought I would discuss something, you know, a recent event that happened that I think uh, culturally hold, you know, is, I think, very important. And that is, and I'm saying this, of course, you can't see me do this, but I'm saying this with air quotes, but that is the idea of cancel culture. And in this case, I wanted to talk about what happened more recently with Pepe Le Pew. Now, I'm sure many of you do know, but just in case some of you don't, basically what happened was was that Pepe Le Pew was basically, as we would call it, canceled. And that happened when a New York Times reporter, hold on, I'm pulling this up right now. There was a New York Times reporter by the name of, a New York Times columnist, excuse me, by the name of Charles M. Blow, basically was writing a column about Dr. Seuss, about the recent controversy with Dr. Seuss and his books, which were basically racist, had, you know, demeaning pictures, demeaning racist pictures of blacks and Asians in it. And when he, while he was writing this, he also brought up several other things, you know, television shows, you know, comics, whatever, that were offensive that he remembers seeing as a child. And one of those characters and one of those one of those characters, you know, and cartoons, whatever that he brought up, was Pepe Le Pew. Basically the accusation was was that he was perpetuating kind of pushing the idea of rape culture. He was, you know, normalizing it, I should say, as they put, you know, as it was put, kind of normalizing rape culture. His justification and all that for this, and I'm not saying that he's wrong in terms of this idea here, his explanation is, is that when Pepe Le Pew basically falls in love with the black cat who ends up getting the white stripe on her back, thereby leading him to believe that she's a skunk, he does things like he locks the door. He, however you want to put this, restrains her. He forces himself, he forces his kisses upon her. You know, she tries to flee and he does everything in his, everything possible, period, to prevent her fleeing. Even goes as far as one point, no matter how humorous this is, to when she basically threatens to kind of leave him and to she locks him. There's one cartoon where she basically like locks him in a room or whatever, and through the glass window because there isn't any sound, he basically kind of like begs and kind of you know demands to a degree, you know that she that she let him out so that they can be together. And when she says no, he then takes out a gun and puts it to his head. And she, the, the cat, freaks. 
So he points to many of these things as kind of saying this is perpetuating rape culture. This is kind of pushing it. This is kind of normalizing it. You're having it presented in a format basically for children, and that's wrong. And I'm not knocking him for that. But here's the deal. Here's the thing. First off, it was a joke. He is an animated character. He's not real. Many could argue that Pepe Le Pew is basically kind of the emotion, the feeling of infatuation, of you know, love at first sight, the ridiculousness of that idea, you know, in embodied in you could say a a creature, as opposed to just a feeling. The emotion in this sense in the cartoon comes alive in a very ridiculous manner. You know, he's uh, you know, he's like, oh, you know, he's like, yes, I love you with all of my heart. You know, he's like, you know, he does more, more, chari. You know, which, I mean, let's be real here, okay? I mean, he's French, so we could arguably say he's already a bad person. I mean, we could arguably already say it because the only thing worse than a Frenchman is a mime. And mimeism, the school of mime, was started in France. So I rest my case on that part. But the whole fact is that Pepe Le Pew is just a cartoon. You know, he's not necessarily perpetuating the idea of, you know, of rape, per se. You know, you can say it's the idea of, you know, the humor and the ridiculousness of the prospect of love at first sight or infatuation to that degree. Lust. You know, the need to want to be with someone. The, uh, the fact of the matter is, is that I think what we forget throughout the entire cartoon, and does not justify, this does not change the idea, you know, that his behavior... You know, can, can could be conceived as being something that is, you know, wrong or immoral or misogynist in some way. Yet I think we have to forget that the reason why he's attracted to the cat is because she's like him. He believes that she is like him. She's not. She's a cat. But when she gets that white stripe on her back, that she at first doesn't even realize is there. He believes her to be like him. Throughout the entire cartoon, through no fault of Pepe Le Pew's own, except the fact that he's a damn skunk, everyone flees from him. Everyone runs. There's no kindness. There's no niceness. There's no you know, friend, you know, familiarity. There's nothing there in that, to that degree for him. It's everybody, every Frenchman, everyone around who sees him, dogs, military officers, people, painters, alcoholics, the homeless, the homeless who sometimes sleep in their own damn urine and feces, okay, I'm not being, not trying to be a dick here, but I'm just saying, you know, flee from him because he stinks. So if you want to look at it one way, you could say, here's somebody who maybe is incredibly alone. And now he finally finds someone who he believes is like him. Is, to a degree, him. And that would understandably be why the emotion is so high. It does not anyway change the idea that, yes, you know, as humor says it is, he does restrain her. He does try to lock the door to prevent her from getting out. He does force kisses upon her. 
I'm not saying that's a good thing. It's done in humor and all that. And I'm not, but I'm, I'm not saying it's a good thing. But let's be real here. If we're going to cancel out those kind of things, we're going to cancel out freaking Pepe Le Pew and then start pointing to a Speedy Gonzales as well. I'm not saying, understand, these are cartoons from a different era where, you know, the idea of more, you know, racism and basing characters upon that stereotypes and all that is, you know, was a norm at the time, was accepted, was okay, but it still doesn't change the fact that, you know, yes, it was wrong. But the idea is that if we're going to do that, then shouldn't we be canceling out other things? I mean, Disney. You want to talk about some shit about, to a degree, even misogyny. Disney, no matter how brave, for the most part, most of their female, their princesses are, they still are these pretty-ass little girls who have to be a certain way. There are many that, you know, kind of... You know, as the time went on, the stories changed and all that. But it was still this idea that this is what a princess is. This is how pretty girls are supposed to be. The innocence. You know, this. My prince will come to save me. Disney has perpetuated that fucking idea for God knows how long. You want to look at something else? Look at the cartoon Ed, Ed, and Eddie, which was on Cartoon Network and all that. One character, Ed, whatever... You can basically make the argument that he's mentally retarded with the way that he speaks and how he behaves. He's a good-hearted, kind dude and all that, but he's dim-witted. He's stupid. How he speaks all can point to the idea of possibly making fun of... Um, he's not always made fun of. He's, he is also, in many ways, you know, very kind, very loving. You know, he cares about his friends. You know, he's the one that... Uh, he's the one that... <laughs> you know... He's, he's the one that's the most self-sacrificing when it comes to, when it comes to you know his other two best friends that are there. But the point is, is, is that they make him out to be this dumbass. Excuse me, what I'm saying, but G. Willikers, they make him out to be this dumbass. If we're gonna start talking about canceling things, maybe we need to do that as well. Maybe we need to start talking about anime to some degree, and some of the things that anime presents. In cartoon format. I mean, you know what I mean? Talk about Family Guy. Talk about, you know, talk about that. You could talk about the regular show. You could talk about any number of things that are out there. The question that I have, and I hate to say this. I mean, you could talk about, if if we're going to, let me rephrase. If we're going to be talking about canceling things, then we might as well talk about canceling Dave Chappelle or any other stand-up comic. I mean, let's be real here. With some of the jokes and comments and all that that stand-up comics make, maybe we should cancel that. We're going to talk about something that's going to perpetuate rape culture and other things like that. I understand. I know people are going to say, you know, goodness, you know, seriously, goodness gracious, great balls of broccoli. I try not to curse as much. I get, I get it. You know, I get the fact that there's a line that should not be crossed. But here's also the other thing. If we've already handled Dr. Seuss, if Dr. Seuss has already been basically kind of canceled, which, by the way, is also interesting to point out that Dr. Seuss in his later years did realize that his depictions, you know, his racist depictions of blacks and Chinese were wrong. He did realize that. He did try to change his ways. He did try to switch things up. He did. Not saying he was perfect, but he did. But the point is that we're going to be talking about that. Maybe the other things that we need to be more concerned with to a degree are the things right now like 
you know, the economy, the pandemic. Or maybe at least those in government should be. But the point is that, you know, I'm going to put it to you like this. Maybe this is the best gosh darn way to fracking explain this. And that is, I look at this with this, you know, because I didn't say it yet, but the whole idea of cancel culture. I'm gonna look, I look at it like this. Out in the world, all that cult, you know, whatever. Out in the world, you know, social media, just day-to-day life, anything in some cases. You're not going to not offend somebody at some time throughout the entire day, throughout everything that you do. I look at it like this. It's like driving. And driving basically like this. Unless you're out on the road at 12 o'clock, you know, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, you know, 2 o'clock in the morning some empty, desolate road where there's nobody around. Unless that's happening, when you're driving and you're changing lanes and you're making turns, and you're going to piss somebody off. Because whether you intentionally cut somebody off, whether you intentionally you know, pump the brakes hard because they're being a douche to you and they're honking their horn, or whether you're just making, or whether you're just driving and you make a mistake of cutting some, you know, of Cutting, you know, cutting, uh, cutting someone off. You're gonna piss somebody off, no matter how polite, no matter how kind, no matter how thoughtful you are. That doesn't mean that you should be behave recklessly, but the reality is that is, is that that's what's gonna happen. We have to learn to deal with it. So I'm not saying that we don't cancel things out. I'm not saying we don't, you know, regroup that we don't change things up. But, and this is the last question I'm gonna pose here. Because this is the part that I don't understand. And I need to do a little bit more research here. Because I just, you know. Because I am a fan of Warner Brothers. And so, you know, Pepe Le Pew, you know, he wasn't my favorite. But, you know, I mean, maybe he was a fan favorite. What can I say? But the point is, is, is that, I guess, what brought this on? This old, old, old Mary Melody's character. Yeah, I mean, up until this point right now when this guy decided that he was going to write that column and decide to say, hey, we need to get rid of Pepe Le Pew. Up until that point, Pepe Le Pew wasn't in the spotlight like that. He wasn't. I remember seeing any ads. I don't remember seeing anything that had Pepe Le Pew in it. Nothing. There was nothing there. To that degree, there was no real reason for that. Why? This is the only time I'm going to say this. Why the fuck did this guy all of a sudden care? And maybe I'm wrong for saying that, but that's just it just it doesn't make any sense to that degree to me. That it just came up out of nowhere. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, shouldn't be looked at, but seriously, the dude popped it off. The question I have is uh, how far are we gonna keep on going with this? To what degree, to what end is it finally, you know, say, okay. You know, this is what it is, or there's, you know, or this isn't meant intentionally to be this way, or something, or okay, maybe we don't cancel him, maybe we just find another place for him. Because if that's the case, then we need to start canceling out R. Kelly. We need to start canceling out possibly Michael Jackson for the behaviors that they've had, or other and other people like that, and stop accepting it. Maybe that's what we need to do. I'm just asking. This is just a question. This rain is going long enough. Something to think about. So until next time, this is Lou Ford. Peace.
Hey, thanks for listening. Do you have any thoughts or feelings, ideas, comments about my topics or my guests? If you do, hit me up. You can catch me on Twitter at Papa Homebound. Until next time, peace. Coffee in a Car Ride is brought to you by Anchor, the app that makes creating and distributing a podcast easy. And also by, of course, coffee. So, uh, thanks for listening and all that. You know, uh, like, subscribe, you know, comment, whatever. And also, don't forget to uh, check out my blog, White Bicycle Review. Is whitebicyclereview.blogspot.com. Check that out, you know, to get more, to get some articles about politics and uh, you know other issue, other current issues and all that. You know, check it out. And thank you again. Until next time, move forward.